All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, a little sandstorm. Jeez. We got some glow sticks going right now. Yeah. It fired right up. Oof. Not a lot of words in that song. But it can get you pumped up. Definitely a, not a sing-alonger, but definitely a good dance tune for a while. For sure. Uh, J-Dog's in at uh, 1800 now on the uh, package. Package number one. The uh, dinner at Chop. For uh, 10 people, it'll be you and five friends. And then you'll be dining with Last Life's Mead, Kevin Carius, Dave Schlemko, and Eddie Stialia. The gents from the morning show. Lorianne's a little too classy to uh, hang out with them. So it'll just be the uh, the gutter gents and uh, yourself. So, no, it'll be lots of fun. So there you go. And it's all for Santa's Anonymous. It's up to uh, 1800 And then package number two is at 1900 which includes club seats for tonight's game, row five, seats one and two. Orders taken on Tampa Bay, looking to tie the franchise record at nine in a row. And you get the handcrafted tabletop and chairs. If you want a picture, Connor will send it to you. Just text in and ask. He'll show you what these are amazing. These are handcrafted from uh, LMB Designs, right? Uh, They take uh, uncycled uh, wine barrels. And uh, they use the lids for the bar stools and the tabletops. And they wood burn stuff. It's amazing. It looks awesome. Like if if you have a fan cave... Right, uh, maybe it's your man cave, your lady cave, whatever you call it. Put it in your office. Like these look great. The picture looks awesome, so you can check it out. It's all for uh, Santa's Anonymous, and uh, now Carla's in at uh, nineteen hundred. So we're at nineteen on both. So make sure you um, you put in your uh, your bid and say which package you want. So Carla has it at uh, nineteen hundred. 
Let's go uh, around the NHL now. Brought to you by McDonald's. The maple barbecue and bacon burger is here. Enjoy a quarter pounder with cheese today. And then you have the uh, sweet maple barbecue and savory bacon. Unbelievable. Maple bacon and barbecue, quarter pounder. It's a great combination. You didn't think you could make the quarter pounder better, but you add bacon. Makes everything better. Right now, limited time. Uh, McDonald's, uh, Mike Rupp, former NHLer, Stanley Cup winner, ace analyst on the NHL Network, color analyst on the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Now, rumor has it, Rupper, you were on the ice earlier this week with the Penguins showing them how to score on the power play, and then, boom, they scored four power play goals. I don't like to take credit for that, but that is true. Um, I did get out there. I just, I told uh, Sid and Gino, I just said, hey, fellas, there's a couple things you're missing, and bing, bang, boom, they're out of it, man. Four for eight of their last eight opportunities. Uh, things are looking good. They simplified. They had some good puck movement, played um, a little more, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the conviction they had. Okay. decisions like it was way better and, and sometimes it's just luck too right getting a good look and having a great play by Sidney Crosby on a couple and the Jake Gensel kind of got things going yeah so no well I watched the Montreal game I think the one went off uh, Armia's stick a bit so sometimes you know as you mentioned you need a little bit of luck but they're to me they were just more fluid I like prior to then I thought they were robotic and it was like here I'm going to pass to you do 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 and then they go oh I'm going to pass to you and then the penalty that killers is- are like yeah we know what's coming yeah, I, hey, you know what, Gregs? That's why you get the big bucks, dude. That you're a hundred percent right. And if there's one thing that they find, I find that they kind of get into this. I don't even think it's necessarily uh, X's and O's and oh, well, they need to. I, I do think they need more net front presence. Jeff Carter provided that. Um, he looked good there. That that's kind of one area. But they're they're too at times they're too methodical and. Even a player like Eric Carlson, uh, Evgeny Malkin, or two that they're very—I mean, they're elite talent. But it's like almost like there's so much talent on that power play that when they get the puck, they want to slow it down, see what their options are. That's perfect for a penalty kill, right? So yes. Just quick decisions, make them run around a little bit, see if you can get them moving. That's that's how you make them uh, bite on things, and and they've been successful the last couple of games. So hopefully, they can speed it up. Rupper, I'm sure at times in your career, uh, you and a coach, you know, maybe you weren't his biggest fan, right? Sometimes guys won't get along with the coach, but you can still maybe respect them and play well. Uh, Craig Berube gets let go. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Jordan Kairos. Uh, they ask, hey, how's your relationship? He goes, he's not my coach anymore. I have no comment. <laughs> so I think it's pretty, you know, he didn't say what it was. It's none of our business, but he also didn't lie and pretend that it's all singing kumbaya. Uh, how much of the difference, like Jordan Kairos got five goals in 27 games, or 28. They obviously want him to do more. How much have you ever had a chance when a new coach left that it was just like, oh, like this is better for me? How much of a difference do you think this could make for Cairo? Well, I mean, he 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 kind of put himself on the clock now. I mean, I, I quite frankly, like I, I love the honesty. Craig Ruby doesn't deserve that. You know, you don't kick people when they're down in this business, right? And uh, all right, Jordan. Well, the key should be all unlocked now. You should be back to getting 40 goals, 35 goals or whatever. So, you know, obviously it was him that held you back. You know, I I, I don't I don't love it. I don't love that response. And, and here's another reason why. And you're getting me off on a tangent here. No, I love it. I, I, I just I just at the end of we just finished NHL Network and I saw this this tweet. And 
I might have to blow off some steam on it tonight on, on social too, because <laughs> here's the thing. No matter, you don't have to like the coach. I didn't like a lot of my coaches, yeah. you know, you, you respect them though. Respect those coaches, especially a coach that hang on a second. You didn't, he get eight times eight. Didn't he get a monster contract? He got a big deal. Yeah. Okay. And I know from being in this business, the GM ain't signing you to that deal unless he's getting good reports from the coaching staff. Okay. Craig Berube and that staff helped Jordan Cairo. I, I might be off on the numbers, but no, it, no, it, you're it, eight it, for eight. You're right. All right. Eight times eight. Cause he got the same. I think is Robert Thomas. Yeah, or eight, eight, one, two, five, I think to be exact. So roughly $64 million, mm-hmm. a Stanley cup ring that you may not have gotten if it wasn't for Craig Berube coming in there and turning kind of things around. I mean, a lot of other things went into play there. I don't love it. I don't love it. Like, have some respect there, especially for your life has changed for the better, and he had a hand in that. You know what I mean? So we'll see. I'm watching him now. I'm watching him with a magnifying glass. Jordan Cairo better not have any warts in his game now. He better score 35-plus goals because I don't like when you do that when a guy's not on his way out. He's out the door. You don't kick dirt in his face. No, no, that's fair, Rupper. I appreciate. Hey, that's what I like to ask you, buddy. Uh, we don't sit on the fence in this show, so uh, I quite like that. Um, looking uh, at, at a few of the other teams, you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Everybody keeps. T- and, uh, hey, I'll give the Maple Leafs a lot of credit. Obviously, I watch a lot of their games, Rupper. Like the fact that they're winning games with three defensemen that that I'm not sure would be in the lineup for a lot of other teams right now due to injury and stuff. Like I give them a lot of credit. They're winning games, and I, people are still wow. This is wrong with them. This is wrong with them. That yeah, but they're winning. Right, they're winning, and they're you know Wall was was playing great. Then he got hurt. So I look at the Maple Leafs. I still know they need defense, right? And I guess with all the wins here, it allows their GM not to trade from a position of weakness or a position of desperation. But I do wonder uh, how much longer he waits to make a deal because you know I'm guessing it's not till January, just based on the history of the NHL trades. But you know I look at that team and all of a sudden the way they're playing, you look and say, man, they get a defenseman or two. All of a sudden you might have to really watch out for them. Yeah, no, I agree. And and here's the thing with what they've gone through in the past, I think that they, I don't want to say that they've learned to self-evaluate themselves, um, but they don't, there's no, and I'm not saying they're smoke and mirrors right now. But this is an, a, a franchise that things have looked good in the regular season. You're winning hockey games. And they've come to realize, like, that doesn't mean that you've arrived. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that's going to translate come playoff time. Um, so the important thing is they're getting points. Yeah, uh, They're getting wins. But, yeah, they 100%. They need, they need help in certain areas. They need to be better in certain areas because the end goal is not to, you know, win the division. It's not to be uh, a team that's, you know, uh, taking that next step in the regular season, that the next step is in the playoffs. And so I think that they've learned the hard way, and, and, and they, they understand that, and that the self-evaluation that they do there is something that they've learned through. I think there's other teams in the league right now that I wonder if they have the same mentality because there's some teams that are getting points, winning hockey games. It's ugly, though. Yeah. Like, it's ugly. It could turn real fast. And I'm looking at the New York Islanders. You know, I'm looking at, um, you know, like – there's teams that are like getting points, getting dubs, and it's atrocious looking. That's great. You're getting wins, but you got to change this. You got to tweak it on the fly because, you know, the Islanders are one. The Washington Capitals, I think, are another. Like there's some games that are not not great. And I said this to you guys earlier. I thought Vancouver for a long time was like that, too. I think that they've gotten better in other areas. They're changing on the fly. 
But, um, yeah, self-evaluation is so important. I, I'm not concerned about the Leafs team. They'll make moves uh, come deadline time. And you're right. They'll be in hopefully a position of power, and it won't be like, oh, my gosh, these guys are so desperate for a move and they're struggling. Like, you know, hopefully they're not in that position so they can, they can kind of dictate things a little bit more. Mike Rupp joins us from uh, the NHL Network, uh, also color analyst for the Pittsburgh Penguins. That Metro Division, Rupper, you see it a lot. And, you know, it, it's, it's wide open after the Rangers. Although the Islanders, you know what? I give them credit. Uh, they're on a little bit of a run here right now. They got 35 points. Uh, Philly has 33. Washington, 31. The Devils, 31. Carolina, 31. And the Penguins, 29. So who do you, like, I, I'm going to say the Rangers are finishing first. I don't, uh, I'd be surprised if, you know, I, I shouldn't say be surprised. It'd be a little bit of a shock to me if they didn't. But Islanders, Flyers, the Capitals are going down. I don't care what anyone says. But uh, the Devils, Hurricanes, and Penguins. Um, of those five, which two do you like best to finish second and third after seeing a third of the season? Oh, man. It's tough because the teams that I don't necessarily believe in being playoff teams right now have looked pretty good. And the teams that I thought, I mean, I thought coming into this season that it would be Carolina and New Jersey, just like last year, battling for that top spot. Um, so yeah, I would say the Rangers are one after that. Um, whew, I think Carolina gets going at some point here and it's been nasty for them. They, their goaltending has been horrendous they all the things that have made them really good over the last number of years just seem not to be that sharp right now i still got them in the top three though so i don't know where they fall into that equation but they're one of them uh then it gets really tricky for me because this devil's team kind of looks like a shell of themselves from last year but i still i'm i'm tight on them and in pittsburgh for the third spot i don't know where it goes, but I, I don't feel confident in Philly, Washington, Islanders. Uh, I don't think that they they finished in the top three spots of the division. But, I'll, I'll, you know, to pick, I'll say the Devils. I think it goes uh, Rangers and then Carolina and New Jersey. Does Carolina acquire a goalie before the deadline? I, they have to. I think they have to. Like, yeah, that – that's been something they've kind of doubled down with this group here for a while. And they've been, they've been really good at times. I, I, the big thing though, is Freddie Anderson can't, he's not healthy. Yeah. He, he hasn't been, we've known this in his career and when, when he's there and he's, and he's healthy, like he, he's, he's getting it done. But then you look to the backup, Auntie Ranta, he has trouble staying healthy. And then you go to uh, Kochekov, who at different st- times over the last couple of years, I probably thought should have gotten more starts and been the guy at different times. He's pretty green. And you know, are you going to really run with a guy that doesn't have all that many games in the National Hockey League uh, and you're supposed to be a contending team? I think they make a move. I don't know who that move is. I don't know where that's coming from. I don't know if there's a market for one of the three or two of the three goalies that they have there. Um, I would think there is. I think all of those guys there – uh, are would be a really nice add for depth goalie on another team, but for them, they need a guy that they can rely on that's going to be available health wise and that can run the ball a little bit, run with it, you know. And uh, I think yes, I think they go out and get a goaltender. Rupper, are you a believer in the Oilers right now? I am. Yeah, hundred, hundred percent. No, I I got crushed, Greg's a couple weeks ago. That's more than that. I said, hey, 
the Oilers are going to make the playoffs and the Canucks are going to fall out. And I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, man, know. Canucks Nation must have been all hey. over you. Canucks Nation, it's it's fun interacting with them. <laughs> it's fun because I mean it, too. Like, I, I mean what I say there. Now, have I changed my tune a little bit on Vancouver? Yeah, I've changed my tune a little bit on Vancouver. They, they're playing pretty good. And they've gotten better in some areas. Like they had a stretch there where they were getting severely outplayed in their winning hockey games. Yeah, Thatcher Demko has been awesome. Yeah, and Casey DeSmith when he's gotten in, he's been awesome. But I will say this right now: I believe this to the depths of the bones of my body. I would much, I would handpick. Give me Vancouver in the playoffs yeah. before you give me the Edmonton Oilers. And I thought that a couple weeks ago. And Edmonton, way they're going right now. Um, this is a team to look out for. It doesn't mean they don't have struggles. But I, I've, I firmly believe that this is a team, they don't need a number one PK. They don't need, oh, the you know the most balanced four lines and death scoring galore and all these different things. They don't need lights out goaltending. They need like, they need like average in other departments because what they have is so good in other areas that that just gives them enough sustainability just to go, right? And they're getting that right now. They're getting some pretty good goaltending. They're getting some, uh, you know, they're getting some stuff happening in different areas of their lineup. And uh, I think it's been incredible because they've they, they've turned this thing around real quick. And that line right now, the 97 line, man, with uh, Nuge and, and Hyman, that that line's unbelievable to watch. It's, it's fun to watch right now. We'll see how long they can keep that going. Rupper, as always, man, we appreciate it. Have yourself a wonderful day. We will chat with you next week. Awesome, guys. Enjoy, bud. There you go. That is uh, Mike Rupp from the NHL Network. Uh, joins us Wednesdays or Thursdays. Always depends a little bit on his sked, but uh, Wednesdays or Thursdays from when we come back. Terry Ryan will join us. We'll update you on a month of giving and more on the Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Her 28, Sports 1440. Jason Gregor, Connor Halley with you. We are up to uh, $2,000 on uh, package number two, 1900 on package number one. Or no, is it 18? Yeah, 18. Sir. No, 19 with Carla on uh, package number one and uh, 2000 on uh, package number two. Number one is the uh, the dinner at uh, Chop for 10. And of course, it'll be six of you. You'll be dining with Carius and Eddie Steele and Schlemko and Schmied. It'll be a lot of fun. Oh, be a great time. And man, the food there is unbelievable. It's your choice in the private room, either Ellerslie or downtown, whichever one's more convenient for you. All right, don't pick a date. Don't worry. It's not a set date. We've got a lot of people wondering. It's, no, no, no. We make the date so it's flexible for both and uh, and works for everybody. So that's at uh, 1900 And we have uh, package number two, which is the uh, club seats for today. Now, package number two, we've told everybody that's been in on it. We're going to end that one at 530 just because... We want to give you some time to get to to the rink because you got the tickets for tonight, the uh, club seats and everything like that. So we will uh, we will end that one at five thirty. The rest will go. Uh, the package number one will go right up until uh, five fifty five. So uh, there you go. If you want to go to the uh, game in package number two, and also the uh, tabletop and chairs, unreal. The Oilers one, they're great. If you want a picture of it, you have to see it. It's all on our social medias. Or if you don't have that, uh, Connor will text it to you. If you text in eight three three four zero one fourteen forty, and can send you a picture of that. That's it. That's uh, it. A real good bargain right now. But, uh, we always like to get face value. It's not a face value. We're all into face value. So uh, both of them got to go up a little bit. Eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. And most importantly, we're helping out Santa's Anonymous.
uh, but not you. So you're going to have a great time. Maybe going to the game, you get the chairs you can sit on for years. And every time you cheer, someone will be like, hey, you know what? We're helping out kids. And it'll make a big difference in kids' lives for Santa Banana. So, you know, add another 100, 200 bucks. It's not going to be a big deal. So away you go. Let's get to our big guest of the day now, uh, brought to you by the Junior Prospects Hockey League and their Winter Classic Tournament that's going on right now through until Sunday. 41 different teams, different levels, uh, all playing out at the uh, brand new Silent Ice Arena just on the uh, south side, just off of uh, the QE2. JuniorProspectsHockeyLeague.com if you're looking for uh, great hockey that combines hockey and education for you, uh, 14, U15, uh, U15, U16, and uh, U18. Check it out. As uh, we welcome in gentleman who is uh, eighth overall pick in the NHL entry draft. He's a two-time author, and he's in season three filming of Shorzy. Stars as Hitch. Terry Ryan joins us. TR, how are you? Cheers, Jason. It's good to be with you. I'm all right. Well, look at you looking all classy. You got the coat on. Well, are you wearing like a really like, is that chain down to the middle of your nipples? It is, but it's the chain. I'm just wearing it to our rap. So I'm in the middle of a rap party now, and I snuck out the back door. Oh, I love it. No okay. joke. Okay. okay so uh, there, that's what oh, I think. Oh, so this is your character. You're in character. Are, are we talking to Hitch right now? I'm not in character, but I wore this because it is part of Hitch's getup. You'll okay. notice he's got a chain that he wears. Yeah. So I'm kind of adding that as a not. And to be honest, you love yeah, it. Like this, some of this yeah. is kind of Hitch's. Uh, but this is I wore that to give a nod to the show because they're so good to us. And we're I literally was just in the middle of a dinner, and I have to kind of go back. And I don't think anybody will notice. Okay. Well, that's good. Uh, now, like a, a young Terry Ryan. Who, uh, you know, I always like to dress uh, like you must. I'm guessing like, you know, young yeah. TR back and try. You probably like, did you have a thick gold chain? Yeah, I would definitely <laughs> push the boundaries. I only had so much money. I, you know, I had the snakeskin boots. And really, like my, my family moved away. My dad was a teacher. My mom didn't work. Yeah. And the move, the move to BC with me, like put them in the hole. So like I didn't have a lot of money to work with. When I say I bought snakeskin boots, I told you last time when we mm-hmm. were here. Uh, like, I mean, I saved up for like months, 60 bucks a week in junior. My billets were great and everything. But, you know, I really had to like save and hustle to get some money on the side. And I, I, I chose to spend like three weeks pay on a pair of boots. So, you know, that's what I thought of it. But I, when I showed up in Montreal, like I said, it wasn't really the style of the time, I guess, up in the show. But I was always willing when, when I found out what what it would be, I was always willing to go there. You know, often at a bargain basement uh, version of whatever the boys were wearing. But uh, I've tried to stay on top of the styles wherever I may be. Um, well, TR, since we've talked to you, not much has changed. Yorders just keep winning. Uh, eight and oh, and, and really dominant fashion here. They've only given up 13 goals uh, during this eight game uh, winning streak. They scored uh, 34. Uh, like they, they're they becoming a pretty dominant force here as of late. There's, there's no real weakness. Special teams are great. Their power play is awesome. Their penalty kill is awesome. And like, it's not like they're relying on their goalie to stand on his head to win games. Sometimes the goalie's out there waving a flag. Hey guys, give me a shot. Yeah. And I'm telling you this. I, did you really, really not see this coming? I remember, I remember, I don't know. It could have been a month ago, but on one of these shows, I said, you know, at some point, like, you know, they were going to go off. We could see during that slump that they were going to go off. And I remember saying it, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, back, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to illustrate the point. I've seen this for a while. I think every Oilers fan has. I mean, in the middle of all that, it was like an illusion. Like, it was, was this really happening? But I remember being quoted. Well, being, I remember specifically saying that I, I believe they're going to go on a 9 or 10-game ten, ten winning streak, possibly 18 of 20. They have a team like that. And it'll all even out. And, you know, we got nothing to panic about. Now, again, not trying to be Nostradamus. I'm just saying to you, none of this is a surprise to me. 
Uh, well, you know, the, the, I, I would agree with you. I thought, you know, I, I'd mentioned it on the rundown and people, oh, I mean, the orders are making the playoffs. I'm like, well, because they're, they're a bad team. They're a good team playing poorly and really poor. And now yeah. everybody and knows mistakes. Yeah. It's, it's stupid mistakes and, you know, self destructive DNA, these mistakes. It was just, sorry, they're, they're bad play. It was mistakes that were silly and easily, uh, correctable. Sorry to cut you off. Keep going. No. And also helps in, you know, Connor McDavid's back to producing. I don't think anybody thought McDavid was going to, he was under a point a game through the first 14 games of the season. Like, come on. And, you know, Connor McDavid get a point in his sleep, for goodness sake. So uh, they've improved there. Uh, there's no question. Um, the Western Conference uh, continues to be the only one that makes uh, coaching changes, at least this season. Uh, the St. Louis Blues make the change. And we had Mike Rupp on earlier, TR. So I want to get your thoughts on it. I know you have been working, so you probably didn't hear it. But uh, Jordan Cairo, who, of course, yeah. he was asked after about uh, Craig Berube, and he just said, uh, he's not my coach anymore. I have no comment. Right. Which and, and Rupper brought up the point. He goes, hey, you know what? You uh, you don't kick a guy when he's down. And he brought up the point. He said, hey, you just signed an eight year deal for 65 million bucks. Right. And the coach who was yeah. there when you got that deal, he's if he's not telling the GM you're a good player, you're probably not getting that contract. So even though you disagree and maybe the coach now, maybe the coach did something that, you know, after he signed the contract that changes it. I have no idea. And I, so I'm kind of torn because I like the fact that he's he didn't lie and be like, oh, yeah, we got along great. Right. Maybe, you know, but he probably maybe could word it better. I don't know. Or where do you come out? Is it refreshing then maybe to have somebody just say, yeah, guess what? He's not my coach. I don't have any comment. Uh, I, I can definitely see. I can see definitely what's likable about that statement uh, being no comment. I don't really want to get into it. Clearly says something without really saying it. And you don't have to get specific and you don't have to dig. But the other half of me. More than half of me thinks, yeah, I mean, unless it's something major, this guy was a pivotal reason into your success as an NHL player, which you always wanted to get to. You know, everybody strives as a hockey player to get to that level and then be successful at that level and be an all-star and get a huge contract. I mean, who's who are the big parts of those things? It's, coaches has to be. I mean, you know, you talk about your family, your mom, your dad, your teammates, your, but coach is right there at the top of that tree. So... For me, unless there was something major that went down, it was a little unclassy. Say something nice. You know, you got a nice contract. You're in the best league in the world. People like you. You know, there's a lot of reasons to be happy about your life, and Craig Berube is one of them. So unless something major happened, I would say, you know, water under the bridge. Say something nice. Do you first – like, I look at that Blues team, and – you know, on paper, there's, okay, I like their team. I, I don't think they have the offensive firepower to really match up against Colorado or Edmonton or Vegas or, heck, even Vancouver at, at this point. And, um, like, they, they have a good defense core, but they they don't have anybody who's really a standout. They got a lot of guys making money and a lot of guys with no no trade clauses, which is, is probably a little bit of a problem for them. So they're kind of they're stuck in that purgatory phase for me where – they're not bad enough to get a good player in the draft, but they're not really good enough to take a run. Yeah. Where Vancouver have been for a while, and now this year it's paying off, but the difference, like you just mentioned, like there's a lot of untradeable guys there, right? Yeah. Like contractually. So it's tough to get out from under that, right? And I, I don't know. For me, if I'm an NHL GM where I don't want to be is like hovering around possibly making the playoffs. I want to like be near the bottom and, and start to rebuild or some teams can maintain a place in the playoffs. That's awesome. I remember, you know, in my era of coming into pro, 
and leaving and still having buddies playing everything. I The Detroit Red Wings were masters. I couldn't believe it. But the game's changed. It's more of a salary cap now than anything, especially the last few years. Yeah, Not everybody can do that. So for me, I don't know. I get busy living or I get busy dying sort of thing, right? I don't want to be 18th <laughs> yeah. for the next four years. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one because – to try to move out all those pieces is hard. And then you move them all out and you get some draft picks, but we all know draft picks don't all, it's hard to project that all your draft picks are going to pan out. And, you know, they've had some pretty good picks. Kairu's a second round has worked out very well. Thomas is a good pick. Tage Thompson turned into Ryan O'Reilly for them and won a Stanley Cup. So, you know, they've made some decent picks. They got a few Snugger Root and a few other guys coming, but, uh, they're an intriguing team to me to see, like, you know, Calgary's kind of in that, uh, in that department. So. Uh, I look at, you know, the, I think it's hard. Like it's t- to be really bad is something that I don't think's ever planned. Terry, I think the teams that are sucking are like when Edmonton became really bad four of their best guys got hurt. And then they, they tailspin into the basement guys, contracts ran out and then they started trading guys and it was brutal, but they didn't plan to be bad that first year. And then they actually never tried to be bad. The other years they just made terrible moves. Right. So I know yeah. Chicago has tried to, Oh, we're going to rebuild and re- do everything. And yeah, they lucked out and got Bedard, but just because you have Connor Bedard doesn't guarantee like they got it. I watched Chicago the other night here in Edmonton. My God, their forwards yeah. after Connor Bedard, like make the Oilers of 2010 and 12 Ford group look really good. Man, uh, like, you know, some teams when they get that first overall pick or they get a big pick, you know, around there and you can start and, and they suck, but you can see. Think about Pittsburgh when they got Crosby and Malkin and think about Chicago the first time around. You know, they won cups 10 years ago, whatever. Think about even Toronto when they got Matthews, like within a few years. And you could immediately see pieces. I'm looking at Chicago. I see nothing. Nothing like if there is anything, there are guys that are way older that are there just to like be there as, as a little springboard for Bedard, but they don't have much. Uh, I'm not knocking out all their prospects. I just mean there's no depth to that team whatsoever. So that's going to be an interesting one. As far as wanting to suck, I know there's not many teams. I think maybe San Jose this year, but they're even a little bit better. Um, but something that you said there really rings with me. And I've always said this as a player, I, I used I, I used to have confidence in junior, we didn't win the Memorial Cup, but Kamloops were in our division. They were unbelievable. And I remember, like, having confidence. Now, you don't always have to win to realize the greatness of some of the players around you. And Brian Boucher was our goalie. And, you know, we could have, like, an off night, and, and we could win with him. And, and it was great to have confidence. Even in Fredericton, we made the finals one year. We had Thomas Bocoon, Jose Theodore, and Matthew Garon. They were our goalies, man. <laughs> so, like, it was great that you could, you, you know, you could, you could make a mistake and have a bit of confidence it doesn't usually lead to more mistakes. It just leads to a more confident team, right? As you see with goalies playing better all throughout the league. Hello, Edmonton. Now, but what some of you said there about, you know, you can rely on the scouts. Yes. I've often said it, man. If you're a GM or an owner and you've got great scouts, it's such, it's, it's, it's such a load off your back to have trust in people because then, you know, that's really. It's anybody can tell you some great player can come in and you could be a master of analytics or a master of finance and make trades for someone that's already good. And yeah. for the real bona fide guys, of course, Bernard, Fintelli, Logan Cooley, whoever, they're going to end up pretty good, if not great. But people that are good scouts, I used to look at Junior and say, Kamloops, all those years, man, they pick like Darcy Tucker in like the 10th round. You know, like no one knew. I don't even think he was picked. He was from Ndiang, Alberta. They got Doan, Brad Lukowicz, Strud's. Uh, Ginla, Nat, Tom, Kelly. They had, they're all around the same age. They didn't all go like first in that mm-hmm. draft. 
you know, because there was a draft in place. They had wicked scouts. And Tri-Cities used to scout from all over. Me, B.J. Young was from Alaska. Uh, Brent Ashcroft was from uh, uh, Rochester, New York. They thought outside the box, right? And mm-hmm. something like there's NHL teams out there that have, I mean, you can look at them and see the results. Oh, but, Tampa uh, Bay. That have it... unreal scouts. Yeah. 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 There, there's a great example, right? Because yeah. they're, they're not always, they're not led into all these cups by their unbelievable players. They are. I mean, they lead the team, but they always seem to have a rotating group of players that are great winners and, and playoff performers. And that's a talent in itself to be a scout and be able to see that years ahead of time, man. It's a real talent. Yeah. Like getting Kucherov in the second round, Braden point in the third round, uh, obviously paid off, uh, you know, go down the list, uh, Sorelli, um, they got, uh, Kalorn, man, they got lots of Palat, seventh round pick. Like, oh my God, it really worked out. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, five questions. Jason Gregor, Terry Ryan, Connor Halley with you on the Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Coming to you live as always in the Ewell studio. E W E L dot C A for all your electrical needs. 448. So, uh, my mix up, because we have two packages about the same. Uh, Nick's in at 2000 on the dinner. And uh, Matt has the 1900 on the uh, chairs and the uh, order tickets tonight. So, uh, and that one will end at 5:30 because we want to give you a little extra time so you can get to the game if you are the winner of uh, that. Don't worry, you don't have to get the table tonight. Uh, you get the uh, you get the tickets, and, and away we go. And then uh, we have the uh, dinner at uh, 2000 with Nick. So uh, there you go. Sorry for the uh, the confusion. Got a text from Nick. What are you talking about? I want the dinner. <laughs> So, uh, my bad. Uh, now, before we get to five questions, let's get to the Snow Valley Ski Report. Your ski report for Thursday, December 14th, brought to you by Snow Valley Ski Club. Start your skiing journey at snowvalley.ca. Bit of snow in the forecast over the next few days for the mountain areas is welcome news as resorts try to get more terrain open in time for the holiday season. Marma Basin in Jasper operating with four of seven lifts. High Alpine, namely the Knob Quad Chair, still closed. Lake Louise up to 100 runs open in Sunshine Village, up to 70, but no new snow in the last couple of days. Norquay, 28 runs in operation. Nakiska sitting at 38 runs open. And down in Castle Mountain, the entire resort is open, but on very limited terrain in the High Alpine. Looking over into BC, into the interior, Silver Star operating on 29 runs, with the backside of the mountain still closed. Big White has six lifts and 26 runs open. Sun Peaks and Apex both open, but limited terrain available. Snow Valley has all eight runs open now with other local hills making snow when temperatures permit, looking to expand their run offerings and build up their terrain parks. Snow coverage is thin out there everywhere, so ski and ride with extra caution heading into the holidays. That is your Snow Valley Ski Report. Well, it's good news. More runs opening. Uh, Hey, we just need a good dump. Good dump of snow. I think everybody likes it. For me, personally, I, you know what? Uh, I think Santa likes it. Right? Uh, you know, it's easier for the reindeer to land the sleigh when you got some snow. That would be nice. So hopefully uh, we get some here in the next uh, 10 days before the jolly one uh, makes his appearance. That would be nice. Very nice. Uh, what also is nice is uh, savings right now at the Brick. It's time for five questions brought to you by The Brick, where, hey, if you like saving money, this is where to... If you don't like saving money, you know what? You probably don't want to go to The Brick because there's just too much savings. $1,700 off on sectionals, 25% off all home entertainment, furniture, and fireplaces right now at The Brick and TheBrick.com. It's time for five questions on the Jason Greger Show. All right, guys, question number one. No victor heading for the Lightning tonight. So for the Edmonton Oilers, what is the key to picking up the victory? 
Well, for me, I think it's, uh, you know, uh, rinse, wash, repeat for Edmonton. Uh, Do what they've done. Like, they've played very well. You look at those uh, games against Chicago, Minnesota. Even when you had a little bit of adversity, you get down, no problem. They didn't push for an extra goal. They didn't start cheating. Just keep playing. Right now, you're playing way better than Tampa. You're giving up way fewer goals. You're scoring. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well if you have a home but you're not always at home you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host way more goals your power plays rolling your penalty kills rolling i think just to me it's a continue to trust yourself and they'll be fine yeah pretty much the same they you know i guess i'd say I guess concentrate on doing those defensive things right, not making stupid mistakes, just be focused in. But, I mean, no one plans on that. I just always think they're going to have enough offense to get them out of it. I think they got to be solid D, and that's exactly what they've been doing. Their power play spiring. Don't think about it too much. There you go. Question number two, of course, the Oilers playing tonight, then Saturday, then Tuesday. Then you've got the back-to-back Thursday, Friday. Do you think there's any chance Calvin Pickard gets any game action before the back-to-back? Um. Yeah, I do. He could play. Who do they play Tuesday? New Jersey. Team he beat. Islanders on Tuesday. Oh, is it the Islanders? Yeah, I'd throw him into that game maybe. Uh, I think no because uh, I think they're going to win tonight, so then they're going to go for the record. And I'm a big believer sometimes. Like Sorokin's going to go for the Islanders. And you know how guys are, Terry. You would know this. Uh, guys like to test themselves yeah. against the best. And so I don't think we will. And I could be wrong, but uh, I think we'll see. I don't think you're going to see Pickard in two of the three games before Christmas. So that's why I think uh, uh, it's either going to be Saturday if they do it. Otherwise, I don't think he plays two of the final three. So I'll say no. I think he's going to be uh, next Thursday or Friday. Uh, By the way, when you say record, sorry, just I don't want to move – I don't want to delay us here, but what do you mean record? What record? Well, the Orders have never won 10 in a row as a franchise, funny enough. so What? <laughs> the Edmonton Oilers yes. have never won 10 games in a row. No, never. Teams with Gretzky. more Hall of Famers than yeah. I have fingers on my oh, – okay. 
Wild. Okay. Yeah. I never, ever would have thought that. Yeah. So here we are going from doomsday to setting a record <laughs> against the best offensive teams ever. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Sorry, I need to hear that again. Uh, question number three. T- Team Canada was announced yesterday for the World Juniors. Uh, any player sticking out to you on that roster? Well, I'm going to go with uh, Celebrini just because, you know what? Uh, hey, anytime you make the World Junior team as an underage guy, like 17, it's hard to do, right? Like the elite players are the ones who make it at that age. And you know what? Um, there's been a lot of hype about him. So I, I enjoy it. My, my son's old enough now that, you know, we went to the World Junior Games here. So he quite liked it. So he wants to watch it. So, yeah, I'm just, you know, just Celebrini because uh, the fact that he's going to the, uh, to the draft and is likely going to be number one. Celebrini, yes. Now I want to look at Minton and Cowan just because I saw that they had good camps for young kids in the NHL. And, uh, you know, I, I'm familiar. Usually I use this as a springboard to get to know the kids, but I'm really interested in the goalies because Canada, I don't know if you guys have realized, maybe I'm wrong, but if we went to now international competition in the NHL, I don't know. I think that's a place that we could really use some improvement. And every year, you know, a lot of we see some excitement at the World Juniors, and there might be some goalies that are on the birth of greatness. So, Matt, Mathis, Rousseau, Scott Ratzlaff, and uh, I forget the, the last game. Is it Hilaris? Hilaris? Yeah. I'm from Sherbrooke. I'm really, really excited. I just watched a little write-up. Each one seems great. Uh, you know, obviously, they wouldn't be goalies for Canada, but I think it's an area that if they're if they're good, and, and you know, lots of, lots of new goalies are making the NHL at a young, young age, and someone could step up in the next few years, you know, to be a challenger for the Olympic team. Question number four. Uh, maybe we'll have to ask Andy Petrolius on Monday. But Jonathan David, Alfonso Davis, Davies, and Stephen Estacchio are the finalists for the Canada Men's Player of the Year. Uh, who would be your pick to win? Well, I'm going to cheat because uh, Andy gave us that answer on Monday and said <laughs> Stephen Estacchio. So uh, I'm going to go with her. You know, here's one thing. I, I, I know each of these players. I watch Canada play. I know they all play pro top levels in Europe. But, you know, when I Googled these guys and the award, it just says, you know, um, their names, their teams, and there's not much of an achievement. I mean, I could go to the Mount Pearl Hall of Fame Awards next month, and it's going to say the nominees. Uh, Tim Beckett, basketball. This is what Tim did at Division One. boom, boom, boom. Julie Bulger, soccer. Julie is an Acadian, you know, boom, 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 boom. Uh, Terry Ryan, hockey. Terry went to ball hockey. There's a write-up on each person. You can make your own judgment. This is Canadian soccer. I wonder, I mean, you know, I'm all for it. A few years ago, we're winning the, 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 the Olympics. We're challenging for the World Cup. We got all these great players. We got some of the best players in the entire world at what they do. Finally, we're on the map. And it just seems like the last couple of years, we're dropping the ball. I know there's reasons. It seems like chaos. And now I can't even Google why these people are nominated. Tell, tell me how many goals. Tell me what they've done. How are their teams doing? I mean, i got to look individually into it. I think it's embarrassing. And I know that's part media, part Canadian soccer, whatever. But there should be something. Jeez, I can see the Mount Pearl Sports Awards and judge, and I don't even know what these guys did. And they're nominated for a major award in a major country in a major sport. Question five. On this day in 1969, the Jackson Five made their first appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show. So in honor of that, uh, when I talk about bands, musicians, groups that are family bands, who would be your favorites? Talking siblings, whatever it might be. Oh, TR, I know this is right down your alley. Who do you got? It really is. It really is down my alley. So I've I narrowed it down to bands that I love, not that I merely like. Okay, so for me, it was either the Bee Gees, CCR, Oasis, the Beach Boys, the Everly Brothers, the Allman Brothers, or ACDC. 
And out of that, I had to pick the Beach Boys. I love them, and I think they were important for rock and roll. I love harmonies. I love 60s. And it was close, but I went with the Beach Boys. Well, you know what? Uh, it's our true story. My first ever concert was the Beach Boys at uh, back then when it was Klondike Days. At, uh, hey, the, me too. The, the old Agricom. That was My the- first concert was at the Salmon Fest in... Uh, in Newfoundland was the Beach Boys. Really? Yeah. No, mine was, uh, yeah. was 14 years old. I uh, I still remember it. I, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you picked a lot of really good ones. Um, and the Bee Gees had some unreal songs. But uh, I'm going to go with, uh, with Dire Straits because yeah. that album, my, fa- my late father and I, I must have lived to the Brothers in Arms album. Yeah, I I don't know how many times that hit that I listen to that, and when there's so many songs from there that when I hear them, it instantly uh, uh, reminds like so far away, money for nothing, walk of life, Love it. like all those yeah. songs remind me of my old man. So I'm going to go by the pool. Yeah, I'm going uh, the, the <laughs> Dire Straits, based on the and one. You know album. what? That's a great pick. Yeah, so it's awesome. Well, t- would- go ahead, buddy. I was going to say, I, I forgot, it's Mark and David Knopfler, isn't it? Yes. Um, guys, listen, I, I was a few years ago in northern northern England in a place called Northumbria area. It's just a bunch of little tiny towns like after uh, Newcastle right up to Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. We were up there shooting uh, We were up there shooting Frontier in a castle with Momo, and, and I walked into this little tiny bar in a little tiny place, and Mark Knopfler was in there. I was like, no, no way. And he's, he, anyways, from, he's from up that way. I only went over and said hi, but then I Googled it. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to tell you a better story. Oh. He was in there and I was like, hey, that's got to be Mark Knopfler. I know he just looked like he didn't want to be bothered. So I said, hey, man, big fan. And that was it. Oh, well, hey, that's good. You, and I am. You I left re- him off my list. You got to read the room, though, right? So you knew, hey, it's not really looking. This is not yeah. the time to do it. So perfect. TR, we appreciate you taking time from the staff party of uh, Shorzy to come on the show for a bit. So uh, we'll talk to you next week. I know it's a final few weeks, a uh, final week of shooting, and then we'll get you back on regularly. But it's been awesome to take a little time to join us. We always appreciate it. So have yourself a great rest of the day. Enjoy the staff party. And, hey, don't do anything wrong at the staff party, okay? we've always There's always a few shenanigans at the staff party. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> so I'm going to go. I'll be on my best. We're going to do some karaoke, I think, and that's as far as it'll go. What are you tonight. singing? But um, me, well... I haven't really decided yet. I'll do it when I get there. I got a bunch that, uh, yeah, I got a bunch in mind. Probably people want me to do Beatles. You know? Yeah, you like the karaoke. I like when, I we'll have, when you come to E-Town next time, we'll have to go over a little karaoke. I love karaoke. It's, it's uh, Yeah, it's I mean, for sure. At home, I get up with the bands, right? It's great because I know everybody and I get up. So there's a bunch that when I go to karaoke, they're in my head. I don't have to read it. And it adds a little bit of pizzazz to the show. You know what I mean? A little bit of finger snapping, maybe a little bit of Frank oh, Sinatra. Nice. I want to do it my way. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And, uh, hey, I just want to remind you that uh, we keep getting lots of uh, – um, requests for uh, uh, a bulldog's hitch jersey that might get signed from a certain hitch guy. So then we might auction that off. We've had a lot of requests, so uh, not for month to give okay. it, no, but so keep that in mind. If you can slide one out somehow, we would appreciate it. Yes, bye. I'll look right into it. Thanks for having <laughs> me, Jason. Thanks, Connor. Thank you, Edmonton. See you guys soon. There you go. There's uh, Terry Ryan, uh, dressed like Kitsch. He was in character. Well, I wasn't in character. He was dressed like character. I loved it. Fantastic. Came from the party. So he's dressed exactly like Kitsch. If you watch Shores, you know what I'm talking about. That's uh, fantastic. It's 5 o'clock. We'll come back, update you month of giving. We'll get to spec and much, much more in the final hour on the Thursday edition of The Gregor Show on Sports 1440. Let's get to that uh, sports update. 
Brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling Home with No Payment. No interest for one year on your furnace. You're going to stay warm all winter at LegacyHeating.ca. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.